Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Arthur Goldstock, CEO of Worldwide Works. A very, very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Good morning, Howard. Very well, thank you. How are you? I am well, thank you. So as a, I don't know, an observer of this very, very strange tech world, including social media, what you're seeing, what you must be observing now, has got to be horrifying and fascinating at the same time. You summed it up well, horrifying and fascinating. Uh, also disturbing to see what's happening, especially on uh, Twitter mm. and the extent to which uh, its owner doubles down on his anti-Semitism and his racism and his, uh, his move to, to almost a white supremacist position. It's uh, quite shocking that someone so intelligent and supposedly wise is so idiotic in this regard. So, so, so no one's winning, really. Let's, let's just, uh, before we, uh, well, let's just look at Twitter once, once, once we bring that up. What is the latest there? And then I want to move to TikTok, which, which is, uh, disturbing in, from another aspect. Well, uh, the latest was, of course, the White House condemning, uh, Twitter and Elon Musk for his comments in effect supporting anti-Semitic conspiracy uh, theories. We now wait with bated breath to see if regulators take action because it's already uh, four years ago that the U.S. Department of Justice warned uh, Twitter to take stronger action to combat hate speech on its platform. And, of course, it's got worse. We haven't heard anything from the DOJ in uh, this regard, but it's what one would hope will happen, that they'll step in, although there is a strong body of opinion that... um, Speech shouldn't be regulated by government, that mm, it should be self-regulated. Mm. But we've seen how that works. Twitter has got its rules that uh, prohibit uh, threatening or harassment based on race, ethnicity, national origin, religion, gender, sexual orientation. But all of those, of course, um, Musk uh, endorses when it gets uh, posted by someone prominent enough. It's got a safety policy. It's got a hateful conduct policy. Uh, it's got numerous mechanisms to flag that kind of content and does nothing about it. The the most likely action against Twitter would come from the European Union, which uh, has already threatened to fine uh, Twitter a fairly substantial proportion of its global revenue if it doesn't comply with the EU's hate speech uh, laws. Mm. So don't be too surprised if you see a massive fine coming Twitter's way or um, in the, in regard to this current episode. So, so what, what should they be doing? Because it is very, I mean, when I, uh, the hate the, and the, the um, unbelievable things that people are able to say to me on Twitter are reported very, very little, if any, gets, uh, you know, most of it I'm told it doesn't, uh, it doesn't infringe community violations. It very, very clearly does. But, uh, but uh, what is, what should they be doing a little bit differently? They should be applying their own policies to mm, their mm. content. It's as simple as that. And in the absence of their willingness uh, to do that, the advertisers are abandoning the platform. So in a way, Twitter is committing suicide by allowing this kind of content to continue unchecked. Mm. And with its owner even endorsing this uh, content, the person that's been appointed CEO has very publicly stated that there's no room for such content, but 
her own boss is endorsing and posting uh, mm. such mm. Uh, content. So when it's uh, coming from the top, don't expect to, to have any action occurring uh, from uh, the bottom upwards, but do expect to see even more advertisers abandoning it. Some of the world's biggest advertisers pulled their ads from Twitter uh, last week, and that is good news. In a way, it's almost been a kind of litmus test um, of advertisers' tolerance of such behavior. And very clearly, they, uh, even in the midst of massive anti-Semitic messaging happening uh, globally with regard to the situation in Israel, advertisers, the big advertisers, especially the American advertisers, will not stand for this kind of content. Mm -hmm. And the result is uh, that Twitter right now is a financial disaster area, and it's all the doing of its owner. Let's talk about TikTok. What is, just just, uh, give us a sense of how TikTok is managed. Uh, TikTok is owned by a a Chinese company called ByteDance, which is very rigidly regulated uh, in uh, China. But out of China, it operates as uh, TikTok. It's the most uh, popular of the social media channels amongst the youth. But uh, that popularity is moving up the age groups quite rapidly because it's so addictive. And it's, it's quite frankly, very well um, designed to catch people and to almost have them go down the rabbit hole of entertaining content and engrossing uh, content. Um, and there have been warnings from the American government against um, TikTok, in, but not in terms of the kind of content that it carries, more in terms of the way it tracks its users and the issues of data privacy. And there have been a few states and a few institutions in the United States that have in fact banned uh, TikTok because of that aspect. But the misinformation that appears on TikTok hasn't come under anyone's crosshairs yet. So, so what does that mean, you know, in terms of the, the negative power of TikTok? It's massively negative because uh, what you see is purveyors of anti-Semitism and of misinformation are able to have a feast on TikTok because they're not being watched that closely. There are mechanisms on TikTok to uh, combat uh, misinformation. In fact, um, they have a uh, extensive guide to combating misinformation on their own uh, site. Mm. And um, they are committed to reducing it. But uh, the uh, people spreading misinformation at the moment are way ahead of them and um, producing material at a rate that TikTok can't manage or or at least control in terms of uh, what gets out there. And very often, thanks to the tools that are now available, it's possible to create content that looks real and uh, supports a particular stance, uh, especially in the situation in Israel, but we've seen it over the past year also in the Ukraine. Uh, people who are trying to push a pro-Russian agenda um, have been using uh, TikTok and Twitter, for, uh, for that matter, quite aggressively uh, to uh, post and push misinformation, and that's now happening with mm-hmm. Israel as well. How does uh, what do parents do? Because I think that's the that's the biggest stress at the moment is for parents with kids on TikTok, with teenagers on TikTok. 
there's something called doom scrolling, which is when people come across uh, horrific uh, content or bad news content, they just want to learn more and more about it. And again, it's a rabbit hole, that same addiction uh, element. And parents need to understand it. They can educate themselves by going online to help them understand it. Even ask AI, ask Google Bard, for example. Uh, that's barge.google.com. To tell them, how do I talk to my kids about um, bad news or doom scrolling? Use the term doom scrolling because it's well understood in the online world. Um, how do I guide them in not going down that rabbit hole or in uh, not being obsessed with uh, negative news? And how do I educate them about misinformation? So uh, it would take me a few hours to mm, <laughs> give a full mm, guide mm, to mm. that. But they can just do a search online. And as I say, just ask uh, Google Bard and it'll give them a really good guide in how to address the issue. And I really hope that schools are getting behind this as well and uh, doing their bit to help educate kids and uh, our youth around misinformation and disinformation. Uh, that is uh, where we leave it. Arthur Goldstock, thank you as always, CEO of Worldwide Works, talking to us about social media platforms, X, as well as TikTok. It's 730